where we promulgate that your physical, psychological, and financial health are your true sources of wealth that must be safeguarded and optimized to achieve long-lasting happiness. Here, we'll discuss tactics on how you may self-actualize to reach the pinnacle of authentic masculinity by embracing true libertarian principles, arming yourself with red pill knowledge, as well as implementing the most up-to-date holistic health biohacks to optimize your health. Stop being a blue pill sheep, being led to slaughter by big government and the court system. Become an awakened man. Here's your host, Gregory. Hello, everybody. This is Gregory, and welcome back to another episode of The Awakened Man. As we are here on Black Friday. It's interesting how Black Friday is now, well, prior to COVID at least, started on Thursday. And again, as I've mentioned before, Thanksgiving is one of the most, if not the most, overrated holiday. I have an article over at Naturopathic Earth I wrote a couple of years ago about it. I mean, it's so overrated that stores will open now in the middle of Thanksgiving because they know that families are bored and they have nothing to do. It's it's essentially a week off for two hours of binge eating and then followed by watching TV. We can give thanks any day. I give thanks to God every freaking night. But either way, it's Black Friday. Don't overspend because overspending during the Christmas time leads to fighting with your spouse in January. January is the most dysfunctional time. We have episodes here about that. It's the highest time, uh, highest rate of drinking, highest rate of separations. And look, here in Texas, we have great weather in winter. Most of America does not. It's cold, it's dark. You're getting all the bills from overspending, or I should say from her overspending your money. There's fighting because you're going to talk to her about it. Like, hey, you got to stop spending my money. She's like, okay, honey, whatever. And then she keeps doing it because you're failing the shit test like most men do who are married. And there's just a lot of dysfunction. So let's, let's start now. The what, what I tell my kids is this. Jesus got three gifts. Why do you deserve more than three? Are you better than our Savior? And that kind of shuts them up. So I don't give my kids more than three gifts. And look, I'm very, I'm very frugal about gifts. I don't, I don't give my brothers gifts. They don't give me gifts. I don't give my mom a gift. She doesn't give me a gift. I don't know what it is. I think to me, Christmas is just like for kids, right? I don't need gifts. I can just go buy whatever I want if I want something. Either way, it starts today. Don't overspend. Come on. It's just, you don't need that you know, 20th pair of shoes, but tell that to the ladies. God, how many ladies do I know? Hey, you know, why do you need 55 $400 dresses? Men, we have like maybe seven dress shirts. You know what we do? We just wash them every week. Why can't you do the same? But you don't know. It's like because we have to coordinate everything. No, really, it's because you like to spend money if it's not your money that you have to spend because you're a stunted child. You're a stunted adult, I should say. You're like a child. And so women would just buy shoes and clothes and all these things and, and just outfits. And it's just because they can just run amok all over the man. Speaking of the men today, we're going to talk about prenups, why men don't sign prenups. Okay, so look, we'll divide this into to blue pill and purple pill men. Red pill men clearly wouldn't marry, so we don't have to worry about, about them doing it. But uh, you know what I always say, man, most men, even red pill men are one wink away from the plantation. So that's why we'll classify them in the purple pill. So why do blue pill men don't force their women to sign prenups? Well, look, there's a lot of factors. One, of course, it's the inculcation that we've been undergoing since the early years of our life watching Disney and other garbage about true love, true love prevailing. She's your soulmate. You complete me. Blah, blah, blah. It's, it's nauseating. It's truly nauseating. 
Sorry about the static there. So a lot of men would just think that when they meet the woman in normally it's in college, right? That this woman is always going to be sweet and nice and virtuous. See, there's that, that old Einstein quote I always mention, right? Oh, a man marries a woman and spends the rest of the marriage wondering what happened to that woman. And I won't mention the rest of it. So it's true, right? You think the woman that you meet at 22 is always going to be spontaneous and have this joie de vivre and have her figure and all that. You're not thinking, think 25 years from now. What is she going to look like when she's 52? Because women do have their benefits, but let's be honest. They're a depreciating asset. They really are. Whereas men, we age like fine wine. It is what it is. Look at the sexual market graph. It is what it is. So a lot of men, when they get married in their 20s, of course, the woman, if, if and now we, we know that marriage is, 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 is declining in America. We know this. Now, cohabiting is not. So when you lie to you, are like, oh, see, more men are MGTOW, more men are red pill. No, they're not. I'd say maybe 10% of the, of the male population is red pill. It's just that with the decline of religion and with the economy, most men are just like, uh, why, why marry? I'm getting the, the milk for free, right? Because since most women are putting on the first, second, third date because of the sex positive movement, why are they going to get married? So they're like, okay, maybe we'll cohabit because they're under this idiotic idea that they're going to get more sex by giving up freedom. I, I, don't, I don't know. Go to that video we did on why you should never cohabit. But uh, it's, it's not because they're more red pill. But certainly marriage rates are dropping. And because of that, and on one level, divorce rates are dropping. But when it comes to when you meet your woman in her 20s and then you start living together and, you, and then she starts giving you the, the pressure, right? You got to marry me. You got to marry me. There's that movie, He's Just Not Into You, where Ben Affleck and Jennifer Aniston have been together nine years. She's like, you got to marry me. And he's like, I don't want to marry you. We don't need a contract. And he's like maintaining frame. And then at the end, of course, he signs the Faustian pact with a 42-year-old woman that he wants to have kids with. It's just moronic. Well, you know, it's all programming, right? It's all literally television programming. So lots of times the man thinks, well, you know, this marriage is going to last forever. She's the one. And of course, as I mentioned before, on the episode, why 70% of, of second marriages end in divorce, men don't bother to, to use this thing called the phone, right? We use it for porn. We use it for everything, but we can't just Google, hey, what's the divorce rate of second marriages? Hey, how about this? Why don't you look up what percentage of divorces are done by women? Or what's the divorce rate of first marriages? Now, granted, first marriages tend to have a longer rate of success if you're in a higher socioeconomic stratum than if you're not. And there's other factors, too, which improve or optimize your chances of never getting divorce raped. But still, it is a, it's a serious problem. We know the stats are around 50%. But these men don't bother to think, I'm going to Google this. But I think it's more of just nice guy syndrome. It's it's blue pill simpery. It's I don't want to lose this woman. And so if I ask her to sign a prenup. Now, that, look, the understanding is this too. The man's going to be making more money than the woman because that's the only reason she's really with you. If she wants to marry you, unless you guys are getting married at 22, 23 and you're in law school and you're broke, but you have a lot of debt, but it's the potential of you making a lot of money, women as a whole do not marry men who make less than them because it, it it contradicts and goes against their need for security, right? So we're making the assumption in this scenario that you're making more money, 50%, 70% more money than she is. But the man still doesn't understand that he's the catch. He ages like fine wine. He's the one who generates income. So he he has this one-itis, this fear that she's the only one in my life, the only one that make make me happy, instead of realizing that, hey, you make yourself happy. Oh, I need her in my life. And so they're worried, oh, if I make her sign the prenup, she'll say no, and then she'll get mad. Oh, oh. 
Who gives a damn if she gets mad? It's scarcity mindset. This is what you do. You say, woman, I'm rich as F and I'm aging like fine wine. You sign this prenup. If you don't, I'll find another woman who will if I deign to marry. Maintain frame, but most men, uh, uh, or they'll be like, uh, like, uh, I want you to sign the prenup. All scared, and the woman's like, uh, and then the woman, of course, gaslights, or the woman gets defensive. What you think? Uh, you you think our love isn't gonna last? And it's all the shame tactics that she kicks in, right? You think you think we're not gonna last forever? And who do you think I am? You think I'm a gold digger? You're like, actually, the statistics would bear that out, man, because the statistics the statistics bear out that you at any time can take 50 to 70% of my assets and child support and alimony. Say so yes. Okay. Yes. It's like guilty until proven innocent, the old Napoleonic code. Yes, you're guilty till proven innocent. So you tell her, look, I make more money than you. In 20 years, I'll likely make more money than you. I have to protect myself. The stats show that this marriage is likely not going to last. So sign it or get the F out. Uh, and sometimes they'll sign it. Sometimes they'll sign it. Or you'll have in Dr. Dre's case, look at Dr. Dre's wife. So Dr. Dre gets married like in the late 90s after he's made a lot of his money, but before the Beats money came in. And he, he got his wife to sign the prenup. But then later, now that they're divorcing, or I should say, she's divorcing him. She's like, I signed it under duress. There were 20 lawyers in the room and I felt forced. Well, why do you think there are 20 lawyers in the room, woman? It doesn't matter. You put your John Hancock on it. Be accountable, but heaven forbid women be accountable for stuff like that. So blue pill men, right? It's mostly because it's nice guy syndrome, sons of single moms. They want to do the right thing. They really believe the marriage is going to last. And But deep down, it's just one-itis, right? They think this is the only woman in their life that, that can make them happy. Because if they didn't think that, they'd be freaking masculine and say, sign her, get the F out. Now, purple pill men. Purple pill men are going to be men that have been exposed to the red pill, and they intellectually will will adhere or vow to it by watching red pill content. But really, they're just one wink away from the plantation. And what I mean by that is they, they'll they say, yeah, women, yeah, the court system, yeah, 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 Gregory, yeah, yeah. And then Blake Lively, when she's 22, walks into their life and like, I want to marry you. I love you. They're like, oh, okay. Right, if the, if the right woman walks in, is that, is, like, even with involuntary celibates, like incels, loser high school type, losers that were uh, high school loser types, awkward types. It's not even like Blake Lively. It could be like a single mom with four kids from four men. Anyone who gives her attention, gives them attention. You oh, okay, I'll marry you. It's just like in uh, Cameron from Ferris Bueller's. There's that great line that that Bueller says near the end. It's like Cameron's gonna marry the first woman who gives him the time of day, and then he, she's gonna treat him like garbage. And that's what happens with incels who get married. I mean, if anything, incels more than anybody have to purge their relationship thirst because they're going to get walked on because they don't really have any experience in being masculine. And they still pedestalize the woman. They apotheosize her. So they're even more prone to getting screwed. You get screwed. So with the purple pill people, they intellectually know that they shouldn't get married. It's like purging the thirst. They intellectually know the reasons why they should purge the thirst, but it's the emotional things. And they don't want to do the deep work. They don't want to introspect and look in the mirror figure out why they should not marry, right? So purple pill men, they're thinking for the prenup, it's largely the same thing as the blue pill, right? They're like, I, I, I know, I know I shouldn't get married, but but she's acting different than my ex. She's virtue signaling. Instead of realizing that all women have solipsism and hypergamy and all women, your ex was not the exception, 
she was the norm and your new girl is snowflaking you. And she's like, yeah, I'm not like that. I'm not close to B. I won't do this. I won't do that. We call it snowflaking in the MGTOW world because uh, all snowflakes are unique. I wouldn't do that. I would never do that. Of course, they're saying that, right? They, they, they want to pull the bait and switch. As soon as you sign the Faustian pact that is the, the marriage contract, then the full the true colors can come out because you have no leverage. So the purple pill men, it's almost even more shameful because the blue pill men don't know any better. It's like invincible ignorance. They don't know any better. Purple pill men know better, yet they still have the thirst. And they don't want to. They, they they fear the idea of dying alone. Right? I don't want to die alone, so i got to remarry. And they don't understand. Look, <laughs> the divorce rate of third marriages is 80%. Chances are if you remarry, uh, you're going to get divorced. If you look at the stats, she'll initiate it, and you'll have half the money that you did before you got married. Then you're going to have the, the cataclysmic Great divorce, which is even worse. The great divorce is in your 50s. and You only have, what, 10 years to rebuild your assets before you want to retire? It's even worse. But the fear of dying alone, again, is it's in its own form a type of thirst, right? Fear. Think, think of any things that drive humans to do irrational things because of fear. I mean, you can demonstrate these tons of these things with COVID right now. How many personal liberties have we given up because of fear? And Ben Franklin said those who give up those who give up freedom for security get neither nor deserve neither. So you see men who do that. They just want to, they, 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 they know better. They know deep down that this woman is probably going to pull the bait and switch. But dot, dot, dot. So guys, for those of you who are purple pill or blue pill and you just stumbled upon this channel or you've been listening to it since 2017 or whatever, if you're going to marry, have her sign the prenup. Now, here's the problem with the prenup, of course. The prenups can be thrown out in a lot of states if she has a good lawyer. And certainly, if, if her lawyer can demonstrate that she and the children would be near poverty level, if you guys were to divorce, let's say she was the classic waitress, uh, then they can throw out the prenup. But prenups can be thrown out. But certainly, prenups do give you a safeguard more than if you did not have the prenup at all. So if you want to marry, again, you tell her, all right, you want to marry? I mean, I would just go all old school and be like, woman, I am the catch. If you want to marry me, not only are you signing a prenup that's ironclad. Watch Intolerable Cruelty with George Clooney and Zeta Jones. George Clooney plays this attorney who has this, I forgot his character's name, but he has this ironclad prenup. And uh, he's kind of a ladies' man, and then he meets Zeta Jones, who's this great gold digger who's gone through a couple husbands, and she's looking for a new husband, so she sets her sights on Clooney. It's a great movie. I won't tell you the ending, but you can guess what the ending is here. It's Hollywood. So you say, not only am I you going to sign the prenup, but I am not paying a dime for the wedding. <laughs> and if she's like, oh, okay, we're not getting married, sorry, because you know what? Why am I going to spend in what? What's the average wedding now? Thirty thousand, forty thousand. For one night, for Christ's sake, only women think about this. This is where you get that line: women want to, women care about the wedding, but they don't care about the marriage, right? It's all about the day, the fairy tale day, because that's what Sleeping Beauty tells them. And Snow White, the fairy tale day, that's what they they spend all their energy on, not thinking about actual the marriage. And this is again another clarion call red flag. So you say, look, you're paying for everything. Because why am I going to spend my money? Because we know. More often than not, this isn't, you know, 50, 100 years ago where the woman came with a dowry or her family was going to pay for the wedding. You're going to be paying for it. Maybe she'll put in a couple shekels uh, to say that she contributed. But you're going to be paying for this one-day event. And this goes back to the whole line, how dating, courtship, marriage, and divorce 
all set up to benefit the woman. How so, Gregory? Well, dating, who's spending most of the money in dating? You are because they're foodie calls. So you're paying for the meals. You're paying for the trinkets to win her over because marriage is the most expensive form of prostitution. So it's essentially transactional, right? You buy her food and give her trinkets. What does she do? Open up the leg so you can get the golden pea. So you're spending all that money. Then you go through courtship. What, what is courtship? You get, her, you get her a ring. That ring's going to be expensive. Okay, then she gets the ring. Then she gets more meals. Then, then maybe some trips. You're paying for that mostly. Then it's the wedding. Who's paying for the wedding? You are mostly. Who's paying for the honeymoon? You are. Then you get married and then the pressure comes. Oh, you know what? This house that you live in is all right, but I would like a bigger house. And most men are content with having the house they have, having the car they have, having the furnishings they have. But when they get married, that's when the woman wants to wants her everything, right? Because she wants that lifestyle because it's easy to want a lifestyle that you've never had to pay for. And most blue pill men are like, okay, uh, we'll get a two BMW. Or we'll get a BMW and I'll keep driving the Tercel and you drive the BMW. This is one of the biggest shit tests that men fail all the time. Why is it when the man makes more money, <laughs> he lets the woman drive the nicer car? Oh my God, come on. So you got, you got, you, you, you get a new mortgage, you get a, two new car mortgages, more furnishings. You know, she's not content with Ikea. She's got to get everything custom made, the custom made drapes, everything like that. Your kids have to wear brand name clothes, designer boutique clothes. So again, and then all the trips, all the meals, you're still paying for all that. And then whenever she wants to boom, divorce, no fault, divorce, boom. Now she gets half of the assets that you didn't spend on her the last 20 years and child support and alimony. Guys, wake up. Why would any man marry now? Oh, we believe in true love. So guys, don't marry. But if you're going to marry, tell her she's got to sign the prenup and that you're not paying for the wedding. And tell her, I'm not paying for anything else. You got to pay for all of it. And then if she gets mad and walks away, because she realizes that you're not a tool and you're actually maintaining frame. Good. You dodged a bullet. She showed her true intentions. And if she's like, you know what? I'm religious. I love you. I will never leave you because I have nobody better to monkey branch to, which happens, man. I mean, that that is certainly one way you can have a better chance of a happier marriage is be the richest, best looking man you can possibly be or limit her social circles to where she cannot interact either with old boyfriends or at her work uh, where she cannot monkey branch to anybody higher than you. Because she'll stay with you, more likely than not. Not always, but more likely than not. But this will require you to make guard. And a lot of guys are, oh, Muslim men still make guard up the wazoo. You can't do this. You can't do that. You can't drive. You have to wear this. You have to do that. And the women, the women abide by it. But here in the West, we don't make guard. This is why women always fall in love, law and propiquity over at work. Oh, I just met the new guy. Or all the orbiters are contacting her on IG and Facebook. And oh. Because men are stupid. Most men are blue pill stupid. So don't be these men. Don't marry. But if you're going to marry, do the aforementioned. Certainly sign the prenup. Guys, the website's Naturopathic Earth. Go check out all the articles that we have over there. If you want to support me, click on the PayPal link in the episode notes. And also, if you want to help us, I am an Amazon affiliate. So go to naturopathicearth.com. There's a link in the episode notes and click under the articles and then click under the recipes. And then you'll see a picture for Amazon. Click on that to get you to Amazon. Anything you buy within 24 hours through that link, we get a 2% commission, no expense to you. Also buy my two books, Revelations of a Weight Loss Warrior and Confessions of an Obese Child. You can buy it on Amazon, paperback or Kindle. 
Also, if you need help from the Red Pill perspective, contact me through the Clarity FM link. Go to Clarity FM, clarity.fm.com, and uh, look up my name, and uh, we can do a, a coaching call, talk about whatever you want. Lastly, if you appreciate my content, even at all, and it provides you a modicum of support, post an honest review. It helps me out. It helps my analytics. I am the most reviewed Red Pill MGTOW channel on uh, Apple Podcasts, iTunes. I appreciate your support in that regard, but more reviews wouldn't hurt. <laughs> so subscribe so these episodes come directly to you. And also go check out my two other channels, Confessions of an Obi Child and the Female Holistic Health Apothecary. Until next time, guys. Take care. God bless. Don't overspend. Thank you for listening to the Awakened Man Podcast. Find us on Facebook at the Awakened Man Podcast page. Subscribe and post an honest review on Apple Podcasts and consider donating to our crowdfunding account. And remember, freedom is better than needle. Until next time. Contributed to Nine Inch Nails. 